Hello, hello. How are you today? Can you believe that it is June already? Is it? Yeah. Oh, Jesus, I thought it was July. Oh, I just had like a brief moment of like horror. It's June. Here we go. Um, Today, we're feeling it. We are feeling it, honey. And uh, we're still on our, you know, holiday planning kick. And uh, we are kind of moving through the second half or phase two of the um, most important or most significant parts of our um, winter sales for, for the Christmas holiday, winter holidays. So, and that is in the form of bulbs. Evergreens are first, bulbs and flowers are second. Um, and there is, or should be, a uh, lot of emphasis put on um holiday bulbs there are a few icons that we work with when it comes to bulbs for christmas time um and uh yeah so i've got our time together kind of busted out we're going to talk about uh, we're actually going to kind of move through this from like a a backwards thought process um so we're going to come up with our finished products first which will then help us figure out what we need for uh, supplies and quantities. Um, we'll talk about sources. We'll talk about marketing, producing, etc. And my favorite part, um, we have today's episode being sponsored by Leo Burby, which I mean, what better bulb source do you need? Um, so <laughs> you'll hear a message uh, from Burby's in the uh, middle area of our time together today. Um, but before we get started, I figure uh, I should probably say, hey, thank you for being here. Uh, my name is Drew, uh, and this is the Between Me and Drew podcast with Clara Joyce Flowers. Um, if you're new here, let me tell you, you are in for a treat, my love. Um, there really is nothing that's off the table when it comes to topics. Um, and uh, I just try to keep this as real as possible. Have a little fun with it along the way. So if you are not new here, Thank you for being here. I really do appreciate having you uh, support, having you listen, having you give your feedback, all that fun stuff. So just know that uh, your presence is appreciated. Uh, Anyway, let's get rolling. Um, So when you hear holiday bulbs, what do you think? What What comes to mind, first of all? Is it the shitty amaryllis kits in walmart that have been packaged for three months and are blooming already inside of their box is it the uh already dead paper whites that have dried up in transportation um, at the local um, farm supply store is it either of those things because if it is then we have market share um that we can make some money on Okay, because what we are providing as a product and as professionals is not that. I promise you. Okay, Um, so with that in mind, let's get started. When it comes to bulbs and bulb gardens, um, they can be a little more on the pricey end of things. 
um, definitely more of a novelty. Um, it, this is a, an item that is going to be either given as a gift or something that is going to be kept by the purchaser uh, to adorn their home, the inside of their home, uh, which is a little bit different thought process than if we were talking about door swags or patio pots. Um, those items, the swags and pots and reeds and hanging baskets and all that fun stuff, um, those are a physically larger item. So it is easier for someone, i.e. your customer, your purchaser, to justify paying a little bit of a higher price. Um, and also, it's going to be usually on the outside of their home. So it will be seen by more people. Okay, And that is a very real and uh, prominent thought process when it comes to someone having to justify paying, you know, $50 for a door swag or $50 for a wreath or whatever the case may be. Um, but when we're talking about bulbs, someone might be spending $50 on a planter, bulb planter, and they might be the only ones that see that. Um, so just kind of understanding that thought process and keeping that thought proce process in your mind um, is something that I would encourage you to do when it comes to coming up with your products that you will be selling uh, in the bulb category. Um, th the reason I'd like to do that is because I, I have a very general idea of what my future client or purchasing customer looks like, okay? They're probably going to be local. Um, they're probably going to be um, not tight or stringy, but just conscious of you know what they're spending, what it's being spent on, where they're spending it at, etc. Um, so I want to make sure that I am serving my customer to the best of my ability um, and making sure that they're getting the most you know bang for their buck. But I'm also you know needing to run my business as well. Um, and the way that we kind of do that is the majority of the products or styles um, that we're making with bulb planters are going to fall in the $20 to $40 price range. Um, there are, you know, options that go higher and there are a few options that go lower. Um, but I know and have found that over time that 20 to 40 is kind of a really sweet spot. Um, $20 for a cute little bulb garden um, is very palatable for someone to give as a gift for a teacher. Um, and teacher gifts um, are definitely a lovely, lovely thing to um, focus some energy on um, as a business uh, in this industry. Because if someone has a child, um, there's a really good chance that that child has a teacher um, and the amount of shit that teachers have gone through over the past three years um, is definitely something that should be acknowledged. So um, teacher gifts are lovely. Love a good teacher gift. Um, so there you go. Uh, also, I like to have visually different things. So when it comes to the actual selection of the varieties that we're using for amaryllis and, and paper whites, um, I want to make sure that it's going to give my customer an experience that they usually wouldn't be able to get elsewhere. And around here, elsewhere is Walmart um, or Home Depot or Lowe's. So um, I am usually 
wanting to use things like a double amaryllis. So it's going to have multiple layers of petals or uh, an amaryllis that's got very, you know, unique or exquisite coloration or texture, visual texture uh, in the coloring. Um, maybe a little bit of modeling going on with the color on the petals. You know, something that's different. You know, maybe we're adding in curly willow to make, um, you know, a, a piece look taller, give it more perceived value uh, through the use of space. Um, little things like that. And um, when it comes down to it, we've got um, a couple different styles that we do a lot of. Um, we do a, a two-bulb amaryllis pot. So there's two bulbs in a pot. Pretty self-explanatory, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Um, we do that. We do a single amaryllis bulb pot. So one amaryllis bulb in a pot. Um, we do a bulb bag which was new this past year, and people loved it. Loved it. So what that is, which I don't know where I came up with this. I kind of pulled this one out of my ass. But um, we were running out of pots, small pots last year. And um, what we did was we took a plastic bag, which are the same plastic bags that we put on the bottoms of our bouquets in the summertime, uh, filled that with soil, um, put our amaryllis bulb in that bag, that plastic bag, and put a rubber band around that. And the rubber band went around the, the widest part of the bulb, so kind of like the ass of it. Uh, she got thick hips on these amaryllis bulbs because um, we don't buy the skimpy little shits. We, we buy a, a nice thick one. Um, so once you got that done, then we wrapped it um, in paper and put a cute little bow around it. Um, so that the growth tip was still visible of the amaryllis bulb. Um, when we were putting the ribbon on, we would stick a little piece of evergreen and a little red berry pick in it. And it had the Christmas colors, the white ribbon with the red berry, a little touch of evergreen and the promise of a better day. That's more beautiful because you've got a bulb that's going to turn into this lovely thing. And people went nuts for it. Like, it, it was it was crazy. And if you don't remember what I'm talking about, you can jump back to our Instagram, scroll back to Christmas. Um, I made a couple different posts about these bulb bags. And they're, they were so much fun. They were easy to make. They were relatively low input because there's no pot. There's no box that has to go with it. There's no catch tray that has to go with it. It's just a plastic bag, soil, and some paper. And your little pretty things on top to make her shine. Um, so super, super lovely. Um, so that's option number three. And then we did a paper white planter as well. Um, and the paper white planter, depending on the size of the bulb that came in, would either be four or six bulbs per pot. Um, so anything that was pre-made for a bulb garden, um, so the two-bulb amaryllis, the one-bulb amaryllis, or the... Um, paper whites, those ensembles um, had a few things. They had the pot that was being used, which was a squatty, I think like an azalea pot, um, clay. They had a clay catch tray, so it was something to catch the water. Um, they, the pot was filled with soil. The bulbs were planted. The top of the soil was covered with moss, just like a sheet moss. Um, and then we would put um, four or five little tips of curly willow 
in the pot to kind of build this uh, structure, basically, and a little piece of twine to tie the tips of the willow together. And then all of that went into a plastic bag for easy transportation. Um, and then inside that bag, there was a sticker that had instructions on how to take care of this. Um, so everything was, you know, very much self-contained. It came with instructions, told you what to do. Um, so, you know, all of it was right there, done, ready to go, boom. Um, we're going to kind of move into where we bought all of this stuff from. Um, because I think that's one of the most challenging things for people, um, especially if you're new to the industry, is is figuring out where you should be buying things. Um, and And believe it or not, one of the hardest things to track down, source, and purchase in an economical manner um, over the past few years is clay pots. I never thought that I would say that, um, ever, but that's the truth. Clay pots have been very, very hard and challenging to come by. Um, it's not because there's not factories making them. It's because they're vastly, um, or the majority of the pots sold here are imported. Um, and it's just a little bit of a challenge to get a non-perishable product imported right now. Um, so most of our pots are made in Germany. It's a German terracotta, um, red, that's sold by Ceramo. Ceramo is a company out of Missouri, and the reason we chose to work with Ceramo is because it's kind of like the closest one to us. Um... Now, if you were in the Pacific Northwest, I'd probably not suggest that Ceramo be your first choice because they're going to have to truck those pallets halfway across the country to get it to you. Um, St. Louis, Missouri is like an eight-hour drive for us. So um, thinking with like logistics in mind, it's not that far for that pallet to go once it gets to St. Louis and then to come up to Stockton, Illinois. Um, so... We definitely keep that in mind. The soil that we were using, um, I'm pretty sure, was something from Sue's. Um, so HSU soils, um, we use them a lot. I know that you can use ProMix. You can use um, almost any soil. They're going to be totally fine. Um, one thing that I have noticed is that... Um, Using a soil with a little bit larger particle or something that's a little coarser, a coarser grind, might be a good option because the roots on these bulbs are quite chunky. They're very thick. Um, so it's going to be easier for those roots to move through a coarser soil rather than um, a soil that's very fine. So I'd probably not be using a uh, germination mix during this time of year. Um, so... Uh, let, what else did we did we need for sources? Uh, packaging. So plastic bags, um, boxes. If you're shipping these things, wrapping paper, brown craft paper. Um, first choice, as always, go to your local box purveyor. Um, see if they can help you. If they can't help you, then worst case scenario, find Uline or another company similar to Uline that can uh, get that product to you. Um, again, being in the Midwest, we, uh, do have quite a few local box producers still in business. 
So we, if we need something special or I need to bounce something in, like an idea off of someone, or I want to price check Uline, because believe it or not, Uline is not always the cheapest. Uh, 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 red flag. Um, sometimes your local guys can do better, okay? And I've said this before and I'll say it again, but if you don't know about your local box provider or producer, literally just Google box manufacturer near me and Google will find that for you. <laughs> Google is a tool that I love, but sometimes I feel like I have to pimp her out to people in order for people to actually use the service. Um, kind of like, oh, whatever. Moving on. We're not going to get into that today. Um, and rounding us out with the most important source of all um, is where are you buying your bulbs from? Okay. Amaryllis bulbs and paperweights. Um are two bulbs, actually, there's no excuse here, all bulbs, plant material, root crops, etc., bare roots, quality is the most important thing, okay? So if you're buying in shitty quality, you're going to have a little bit of a tougher time with that product. Um, if you're buying in a small bulb, you are going to get a smaller show from that bulb. If you are purchasing a larger amaryllis bulb, you will have a more fabulous show. Your client is going to have a better experience. Um, your customer is going to be much more satisfied. Yes, you are probably going to pay a little bit more for that, but um, you are setting yourself apart. You are being different, okay? Um, and we buy all of our amaryllis and paper whites from Leo Burby out of Ohio. Um, and I've already got them pre-ordered. Yep. <laughs> so if you know that you're going to need 100 paperweights, 200 paperweights, 300, 500, 1,000, whatever the case is, the sooner that you can let your bulb provider and supplier know about that, the better off you're all going to be. Okay? I promise you. Because if you are pre-selling something like we do, you want to make sure that what you are selling, what you are purchasing, what you are selling is actually what you're selling. Okay? Because it's pretty annoying and it's pretty sucky and definitely shitty when you hold off buy something at the last minute, do a flash pre-sale, and then you actually get the product from your supplier and it's substituted for something else. And then you've already pre-sold that, so now you are selling something to your customer that isn't actually the real thing. And that situation potentially could have been avoided had you gotten your order in earlier. Um, and yes, you can say, well, oh, well, the distributor should have told me. Well, you're not their only customer. So, um, <laughs> was that shitty? Whoops. Um, that's very real part though. That is a very real part of this whole thing. You know, we are all in this together and the sooner, more efficient, well thought out, prepared that you can be the better off your experience is going to be in turn, okay? So 
Don't forget that. And the reason I say that is because, or even dig this deep into it, is because I've had many conversations with Marjolyn saying where she'll bring in 20,000, 30,000, 50,000, whatever, amaryllis bulbs from different parts of the world. But just because she's doing all of that doesn't mean that she has a zillion of one kind. So if there is something that is very particular that you are looking for or a size or a quantity, bulb size, quantity, you know, unique variety, whatever, the sooner you can tell her that, the more that she is going to be able to do on her end to make that happen for you. So having said that, I'm going to get a little drink of water. Um, Leo Burby has a lovely message for you. And um, I will catch you back and we'll talk about marketing and production. So here you go. I think this is so timely because Leo Burby Bulb Co. is such a key component to our farm. Like straight up. Um, Leo Burby Bulb Co. is your one-stop shop for all things bulbs, bare roots, perennials, etc. They're family-owned and operated for over 50 years. Leo Burby Bulb strives on providing exceptional customer service. Truly, I agree. Um, and while Leo Burby specializes in bulbs for spring and fall planting, they also have an incredible young plants division that can broker plants and plugs from over 30 different growers. So whether you order online or you call into the office and, and you know phone in your order, uh, the process is very simple and straightforward. There's no order that's too large or too small, and there's no boxing minimums on orders either. They're family-owned and operated. I love them to death, and the customer service is honestly the best. Um, so be sure to use the code DREW when you place your order online, and you'll get a free gift. So super simple. You're ordering at the very end. Uh, there's a, you can put like a promo code or in the notes section. Um, just use the code Drew and say that you heard about Leo Leo Bulb Co on our podcast, and uh, Marjolyn will make sure you get a little gift. So there you go. Thanks, Leo Burby. Love ya. All right, Tuts. Let's keep her moving. Um, marketing. So we know what we're making. Okay, we've got our different styles, we've got the materials, we've got the sources, we've got all the tools on our end. Now we just got to sell this shit, okay? Um, <laughs> can you tell that it's like summer? Because I can. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so uh, we got to move this product, honey. Um, when it comes to marketing and we, we talked about this last week too but figuring out what you can do to be unique be different provide a new experience a new opportunity to learn you know something to make what you are selling be more palatable or more appealing um that's what you got to be doing in your marketing and um some of those things and those marketing um, little nuggets came from when you were deciding like what to make and what to grow. Uh, because if you were selecting unique varieties and unique colors and et cetera, um, that, those are things that people have a hard time getting at a box store. Okay. Um, so really, you know, understanding that right out of the get go is, is huge. Um, but also, you know, 
pitch, you know, uh, holiday bulb planters as a new holiday tradition for a family that's, you know, just starting out. Um, you know, pitch it as a uh, opportunity for, you know, young children to learn about, you know, growing bulbs or growing plants in general. Because quite frankly, one of my favorite childhood memories is going to this cute little shop out in the country every year during, you know, winter time, early, early spring, my mom and I would get paper white bulbs and we would force them in jars of water filled with gravel. And just the, that paper white scent would just fill the house almost like an intoxicating level. And it like, it's moments like that, that make memories. Those are, those are like foundational memories of youth for me and I know I'm not the only one who feels that way about certain things so you know sell it as an opportunity for people to give their children or give their family members those moments um what what other ways can we pitch this as oh beautiful gifts teacher gifts thank you for coming gifts uh happy holiday gifts um it's not an item that they're going to eat Okay, this is not shortbread. This is not fruitcake. They're not going to get fat off of this. Um, they're going to get a fat whiff of paper white, but their booty isn't going to get any bigger off of these pots. So you'll be fine. Um, so great, great gift giving. And everything should come with an instruction sheet. So, you know, there shouldn't really be no questions. Everything's straightforward. Um so gifts, fantastic. And since this is all like pre-made, the people buying this and giving these gifts, they don't have to do anything, okay? They just got to buy it and deliver it. Boom, done. Easy peasy. And even if they have to hold it in their house for a week or two weeks, it's going to be fine, okay? It's not going to grow and bloom in that short amount of time. You're going to be good. Promise. Totally fine. Um, other ways to market this. If you know that you have an organization in your community that is always looking for unique fundraisers, this is an ideal, ideal item to use as a fundraiser. And here is why. It is shelf-stable. It is pre-ordered in advance. It is something that can be jostled around and be totally fine. This is something that you can make ahead of time by the large volumes and be all good to go. That's perfect right there. Um, we need to do an episode just on how to run a fundraiser. And um, I will put that on our list right now. Fundraiser. Gorgeous. Okay, so that is on the list of things to talk about um other ways to pitch these items um da, 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 da. they're lovely they're beautiful um they bring joy and a touch of botanical splendor to your home during the depths of winter and everyone should have one of these in their space so there you go that's enough to sell it now it's up to you um okay now it's kind of like the final hurrah We've done all of our prep work. We've got the stuff. We've got the blah, blah, blah. We're selling it. Now we actually have to make it, okay? Um, 
producing these items should not be something that is overthought. Um, this should be something that you, one, have fun with because these are very fun materials. Um, there's so much potential and promise that is held within bulbs, and um, it's our job just to share that, basically, um, and, and be paid for that. So when it comes to producing, everything, again, is followed by a recipe. It's all broken out. Um, you know that you need to make 52 bulb planters. You need 21 bulb planters. You need 60 bulb bags. You know, those are boom, 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 done. Um, you can do them in batches. So if you're doing bulb bags, um, you know, do them in sets of 10. So do 10 bulbs in the same process. Um, so you're filling 10 bags at a time, and then you're wrapping 10 bulbs, and then you're putting bows on 10 bulbs so that you're not having to do each process individually, repetitively, 50 times. Um, do it in sets of 10. kind of eases that process a little bit. Um, once you've gotten those made, depending on how quickly your bulbs are growing, store these either in a cooler or at room temperature. Um, if they're growing very, very quickly, we will put them in a cooler at 38 just to kind of stall them. Um, otherwise, we'll just store them at room temperature, which room temp for us in the studio in the winter um, is definitely cooler than your room temperature in your home. Um, in which that falls usually 40, 45, uh, sometimes up to 50 if it's a warm winter. But um, you can hold these for a very, very long time, and they are just fine. Um, so keep that in mind as well. Um, otherwise, you're good to go, my love. So we've talked about many different things today. We've talked about what we can make and sell with forced bulbs, amaryllis and paperweights in particular, um, things that we've done from experience um, here at the farm. We talked about our sources for all of the materials that we need. Uh, we've talked about marketing, different ways we can pitch this. Um, again, focusing on doing these on a pre-sale basis. That is so, so important and huge when it comes to materials that do have a relatively high upfront cost. Um, which amaryllis bulbs do. They're large, they're bulky, they take a long time to grow, and they're imported. So all of that stuff costs money. Um, so selling these on a pre-sale is lovely, absolutely lovely. And then we wrapped it all up with some tips and tricks on producing these things. So I think that wraps us up for today. Um, it's June. I cannot believe. Thank you, Leo Burby, for sponsoring today's episode, too, by the way. Love, XOXO. Um, as always, please do follow us on social media. You can find us under Clara Joyce Flowers on Instagram and Facebook. If you have questions or ideas for new topics, you can send those via email to me at drew at clarajoyceflowers.com. Clarajoyceflowers.com, which is our website, um, has got seeds, soaps, a bunch of other stuff um, available for purchase and shipping now. You can also ship fresh flowers off of our website to anyone in the United States. Can you believe? Crazy. Um, also, just because I like s sending some little inspo things out into the world, um, Insider Alert, the 
Clara Joy's fall launch will be happening the first weekend in October. So if you would like to get first dibs on Dahlia tubers, rooted Dahlia cuttings, rooted heirloom chrysanthemum cuttings, all for spring of 2023 shipping, put that on your calendar. Okay, Um. again, first weekend in October. I'll see you there. And depending on your streaming platform, please feel free to like, comment, and subscribe on our podcast. And I would love that so much. And as always, thank you for your lovely, very, very kind um, notes about the podcast and, and the episodes and just what I'm having an absolute delight and ball sharing. Um, this is a, a wonderful opportunity for me to share my knowledge, share my information, and share my experience. Um, and I'm just very, very glad and excited and grateful and thankful that you're here. So with that, I am going to wish y'all a happy day. Um, hope you have a great rest of your day, weekend, week, wherever you are, um, right now. And, uh, I will catch y'all next week, which next week we're getting back into like more of things that are actually happening right now in our season. Um, and we're going to talk about how to incorporate house plants and tropical plants into your sales plan. So I am excited. I will see you next week. I hope you're ready for plant talk because honey, it's happening. Goodbye.